0: Hi, and welcome to Lamplighter Podcast. My name is Rebecca, and this is my squirrel friend, Momo. Hello, kids. We have an exciting story for you today. In each of our stories, we are going to learn about one virtue. A virtue is anything that is good and right and true. Virtues are like little lights that shine bright and beautiful in a story. So, are you ready? Come and listen while we light the way to your imagination. Welcome back to Lamplighter. Today we will be telling you the rest of the story about Marco and Hope, and their journey through the jungle. I'm starting to like the jungle more as I hear this story, and I don't feel scared of it. Although, I still hope there's no scary leaves in the story. There's no scary leaves. In fact, I don't really know how a leaf can be scary. Oh, there's lots of ways. What if the leaf is shaped like a hawk? Hawks scare me because they eat squirrels. (laughs) Or what if the leaf is so big and you get tangled in it and you can't get out? Or what if the leaf has teeth and it bites you? Ah! Wow. Well, I don't know of any leaves like that. But don't worry. I promise there's no scary leaves in this story. In our last story, we left off when Marco and his new bird friend, Hope, began their journey through the jungle. Marco and Hope had been walking through the jungle for four days, and Marco was getting pretty good now at making his way through the thick plants. He began to even enjoy it. The smells and sounds, the streams and waterfalls. He had never imagined the jungle was full of this much beauty. As they walked, Hope asked Marco many questions about his life, his balloon home, his caregivers, and his past. Marco enjoyed talking to Hope. He was a kind old bird and seemed to really care about him. The sun was beginning to set when the travelers decided to stop for the evening in a cozy little opening. Marco sat down and took out some roots, seeds, and fruit that they had collected during their walk. They began to eat and talk together when suddenly there was a loud crack behind them. They both jumped and turned around, only to see a large jaguar staring right at them. The jaguar looked just as surprised to see them as they were to see him. Marco, don't move, Hope whispered. The jaguar lifted his nose, sniffing the air to find out who these creatures were. Marco felt his heart begin beating faster in fear. Should they run? What should they do? The jaguar took a step closer to them, still sniffing the air, when just then the loud sound of a trumpet blasted through the jungle, coming from behind them. Marco put his hands over his ears and watched as the jaguar turned and ran away back into the jungle. What was that? Marco slowly unplugged his ears and looked around him, He was shocked to see a woman, wrapped in purple fabrics, holding a long, white, trumpeting horn in her hand. She smiled at them. That was a close one. I'm thankful I brought my horn today. She lifted the white horn in her hand to show them. Scares the leopards every time. Now, if you don't mind me asking, what is a boy like you doing alone here in the jungle? This can be a dangerous place, you know. Marco took a deep breath and looked at Hope, who flew up and onto his shoulder, encouraging him to speak to the lady. I'm, I'm looking for my family. The storm took me far away in the balloon, you see, and I'm trying to find my way back. Balloon, she said. I don't know what this is, but either way, I see you are lost. Well, there's nothing to do but to come with me. My people can help you find your people. I know many of the towns around here. What is the name of the town from which you were born? Marco scratched his arm uncomfortably. Well, I don't come from a town. I mean, I do come from a town. I must have when I was a baby, but my parents disappeared and now I live with my caregivers and they don't live in a town. Marco went on to explain his whole story to the woman, how he was found as a child wrapped in a purple cloth and raised by his kind caregivers. When he was finished, he noticed the woman was looking at him curiously. Wrapped in purple, you say? That's very interesting. She stepped nearer and looked at him closely. You look a lot like him. Marco was very confused. I look like who? My brother, she answered. He disappeared many years ago. Him and his wife and his little boy. They were going off on a long journey to bring back special supplies for our village, and they never came back. We looked for them for a long time, but never found anything. We always figured they were gone forever, but maybe... She looked at Marco again. You said you were wrapped in purple? Purple is the color of our people. We all wear purple fabrics. She pointed to her clothes. Marco nodded and then had an idea. Wait a minute. He grabbed his backpack, pulled out his purple blanket, and handed it to her. She looked at it, and when she found the date that had been stitched on, her eyes grew wide. This is it! I saw your mother stitch this date on your blanket when you were just a babe! You are him! You are my nephew! She looked at him with tears in her eyes, and then wrapped him in a big hug. I never thought I'd see any of you again! After a couple seconds, she stepped back again, smiling wide, and said, You are my nephew, and I am your aunt. You can call me Aunt Arala. Aunt Arala led Marco and Hope back to her village that evening. Everyone there was amazed that Marco was the missing boy who had disappeared so long ago. Marco met more uncles and aunts, as well as his loving grandparents and lots of cousins. Everyone hugged him and treated him like their own. They made a wonderful meal that evening and talked and talked with Marco. He was able to learn more about who his parents were and what they were like. He was able to learn about the village and their traditions and their people. His people. While they were eating and laughing and talking, his aunt Arala stood up to get everyone's attention. She cleared her throat and <coughs> began to sing a song, which everyone began to clap to. When you're lost in the jungle far away from your home, it's hard to keep going when you feel But if you have hope, you gotta have hope. It's like a light, it'll shine so bright when everything feels so dark. Hope, there's always hope when you believe that there will be a brighter day someday. After her song, many other people played their songs too. After many songs and many dances, Marco began to yawn. It had been a very long and exciting day. Aunt Arala must have noticed how tired he was because she came over and told Marco and Hope to follow her. She led them through the jungle to her cozy little house, where Marco found a bed waiting for him. Hope flew over and perched on the bed frame. Thanks, Aunt Arala. This was an amazing day said Marco as he got into his bed and watched his aunt go back out to join the party. Oh, good night, Marco, Hope yawned happily. When we started this journey, I didn't know we'd find your first family, but I did have a feeling from the very beginning that something good was coming. Sometimes if you just keep going, you'll find what you're looking for. And with that, Hope tucked his head behind his wings and fell asleep. Marco tried to sleep as well, but now in the quiet of the room, so many emotions filled up his heart and kept his eyes wide awake. He felt so excited that he now knew who his first people were. He also felt sad that he would never get to meet his first parents. They sounded like wonderful people. He smiled as he remembered the faces of his cousins and all the fun games they had played together that day. But the biggest feeling of all was one that surprised Marco. He felt very homesick. He missed the balloon home with Elizabeth and Don more than ever. He loved that he knew who his first family was now, but oh, how he wished that he could wake up in his own room and see Elizabeth and Don in the kitchen waiting for him. He realized more than ever how much they loved him and how much he loved them. As he finally drifted off to sleep, he knew one thing very clearly. He had to keep going to find his home. His other home. The home where two people who loved him very much were waiting for him. The next morning, Marco spoke with Aunt Arala about his desire to get back to Elizabeth and Don. She understood completely and even offered to join them on their journey and help Marco find his home. It was hard to say goodbye to the family he had just met, but everyone promised that they'd see each other again very soon. Aunt Arala was an excellent jungle guide, and they all enjoyed their time together as they walked and talked. Every time they found a town, they would ask if anyone had seen the floating balloons. Finally, after a few days, they came across a person who knew where to find Marco's home. You can imagine how happy Elizabeth, Dawn, and Marco were when they found each other again. They hugged and cried and hugged some more. They were happy to meet Hope and Aunt Orala and invited everyone to come up to the balloon for some delicious hot chocolate. Marco was able to tell them the whole story of his big adventure. After that, many things were much the same in Marco's life, except that he had many more visitors come to the balloon. His aunts, uncles, cousins, and grandparents often came by and stayed for a few days, making Marco's world more full of love than he ever could have imagined. Hope and Marco had become such good friends that Hope asked if he could live with Marco. Of course, they were all happy to say yes. When they rebuilt Marco's room, they added a beautiful large bird house in the corner for Hope, with his own small bird door so he could come and go as he wanted. The next year, for Marco's 11th birthday, he knew exactly where he wanted to go. They packed their bags and Elizabeth, Don, Hope, and Marco all set out to visit the town where he was born and all his family that lived there. With hope happily soaring through the trees above them and everyone talking and walking through the beautiful jungle, Marco couldn't imagine a better birthday. I'm so glad Marco didn't get lost in the jungle forever to find his home again and he got to find his first family you're right even though marco felt scared when the big storm blew his balloon away he was able to learn a lot during his adventure back home and he found a wonderful new friend along the way the bird hope and that is our virtue for this story hope hope is when you keep believing that something good will happen Even if it's not happening right away, hope is an important thing to have because it can give you the strength to keep going when you are very sad or scared. If you don't have any hope, you sometimes start believing that there's nothing good in the world. Hope reminds you that there is always good and beauty to be found. There's always a reason to keep going. So the bird named Hope in our story is kinda like hope in our lives. He helped Marco find his way through the dark jungle and finally to his home. And hope can help guide us in our life too. That's right. When you have hope, it can give you enough strength to keep going, knowing that good things will come again. Just like Marco found his caregivers and his first family. All right, it's question time. Question one. Why is it good to have hope? Question 2. Has there been a time when you've felt hopeful even when something bad happened? All right. Are you ready to go, Momo? I'm glad you weren't too scared in our story today. Are you feeling a little less scared of the jungle now? I am! It sounds like a fun place. Maybe I'll visit one day. And I'm really glad the leaves aren't scary there. (laughs) Me too, Momo. Me too. Thanks for listening to Lamplighter Podcast today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you liked our story, please leave us a review. It really helps other listeners find our stories. We also love to hear from our listeners. If you'd like to send us suggestions, comments, or tell us of times you practiced a virtue, please write us at lamplighterkids at gmail.com.